What's up, YouTube? Today I have an amazing guest returning to the podcast. Will, first of all, it's a pleasure to have you with me again. I had you eight months ago. I was checking that uh, before we started recording. And I'm really happy to, to have you again. I think we have a lot to talk about. I think your collecting journey ended up being quite amazing in the last uh, six months, eight months. So we'll talk about that. Just a quick presentation for my viewers that may not know you or may never saw that that podcast. Feel free to, 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 to present yourself. Yeah, so my name is Will Wasmer. My IG tags Wasabi Trading with two S's. Um, I started relatively recently, so maybe about like a year and a half. Uh, yeah, about a year and a half ago, but kind of just like fell really into the deep end of things and met Andre through, funny enough, a Pokemon Discord that we both share. Yeah. And then uh, I just kind of quickly pivoted to soccer um, since I've always loved it since I lived in London back in 2010. And, you know, it's just I've been an Arsenal fan ever since. So that's kind of how I started. Well, I have five questions. Again, uh, we don't need to stay on these questions. You know, they are just to, to start the, the, the conversation. Most of them will be related with your evolution uh, as a collector, especially comparing with the podcast we did eight months ago. Mm -hmm. So can I start with this, uh, Will? Yeah, let's get into it. Yeah, it's going to okay. be fun. So the question number one is, is actually probably one of the most important ones I have today for you. If you could start today knowing what you know what would you change yeah i think that's really interesting because it, it's very funny because i feel like a lot of we, even like yesterday i like i dm'd you about a purchase and you know like we always talk pretty openly as friends so like i can always trust you to be like oh i think that's a good purchase i don't think it, you know i didn't think that's the best purchase you know and and you know that's been our relationship ever since and i'm very thankful for that and i think that like looking back with what I know now I wish that so there's a few things I think just let's say the obvious one which is I I was pretty uh I wish I just did messy <laughs> I got more messy <laughs> I mean he won the world cup like come on like I think like I, a lot of it what I'm thinking about now is just like this sort of you know, obviously nothing's guaranteed, but I, you know, sort of eventuality of like Messi really separating himself from the soccer market as it's like completely distinct market, similar to like how Jordan is with basketball, how Brady is with baseball or uh, football, you know, how, yeah. So, and, and that's what I really am thinking about right now. So I definitely wish I like got more Messi's. I still think it's a really good time to get Messi's, especially now where PSG looks like they might be on their way out. We'll find out very soon. And, you know, it's just kind of like a slow period in the market right now. So I've been kind of trying to make the most out of it. I think the other thing is like really, really focusing on a few sets. I think I kind of went, mm. you know, a lot of, and I mean, not saying this as like a bad thing, but, you know, just reflecting, like, I really wish I focused on like some of the more key sets rather than kind of trying to get more cards and I think looking back on it, I, I'm realizing I, I don't really need a lot of cards in my collection, but I really care about having the key cards in a relatively high grade. So I wouldn't say I'm like a everything needs to be gem mint sort of person, especially, you know, since some of those are completely unattainable for me for grails. But I think that I really wish I focused a little bit more on the key sets and and not try to like be a little bit, I guess, like too cheeky with it and I think it worked out only because the market was still relatively like hot or like still like 
in a pretty decent period, but just with how the economy has gone, you know, I, I much rather play it safer these days. And then I think the other thing, and this one kind of is the biggest thing for me, um, is just tr not trying to, I, I mean, I guess I alluded to it a little bit before, but not trying to get a little too like cheeky or smart with it. And I think that like when it comes to collecting, like I really just like the key stuff, but sometimes I would get cards because, oh, I thought this was undervalued or, oh, like, why aren't people looking at this and stuff like that. And, and really the things, the plays that have like kind of allowed me to grow the collection that I wanted to were either because it was like a new rookie or something like that, or like something that was super low pop or mostly in the pre-modern era or something where the price point was just ridiculously low, like, you know, with, with treble, you know, like I'll, I'll be the first to say treble kind of helped jumpstart my collection. Um, and, you know, just for like, you know, I was picking up treble for like 10, 15, 20 bucks, you know, and that sort of thing. But then I, after that, I tried to like kind of get a little bit too cheeky with it and tried to like, the biggest mistake I made was like, get it, trying to get into like tickets and I think that's a really cool thing. But uh, I got the one of the messy like debut tickets right before Golden like just dumped it all into the market, right? And and it took like such a big hit. And I still remember what you told me about it. And you're like, I, I, you know, I think you're more I, mad. I don't remember whether. <laughs> oh really? Okay. You you were like, I I don't think you're mad because like you like made a play. I think you're mad because like you just like didn't put in the research for it. You know, mm. and and that's kind of what I've really thought about because like, like there are plays that I have right now where I I believe in it more. Like you know, an example of that would be like these like FIFA foot stickers. You know, like you know I have oh, those. Like, those are really really nice. Yeah, you know, and and so I, I believe in that a little bit more. But like mm. with the ticket thing, you know, really like I just didn't put in the research I got caught up in a little bit of the hype and it's cool that it's Messi's debut ticket but I think like I just tried to be a little bit too smart and it really bit me in the head and then also um worrying about sort of the not being as concerned about the pop report I think I'm much more concerned about the pop report now because outside of the ticket the next big mistake I got was like a PSA 9 Mundi Chromo Iniesta at like I think mm. something like nine hundred dollars, and it was like on its way down. And and luckily I pivoted, and I think I traded it, and I got like maybe six fifty trade value for it. You know, just because I thought it was gonna keep on going down. But really being careful about pop reports in pre modern is is a big thing I think for me now. You know, no, I mean amazing, amazing answer. Will being being totally open with you. I also there is a lot to unpack there. By the way, <laughs> you said yeah. you said a, a lot of stuff. I would say one thing. So I've been operating in the market for a bit longer than you. Not much longer because the soccer card market explosion is is not. I've been not collecting for ten years. I started, I believe, late two thousand eighteen, but more on twenty twenty when I started actually putting more money into the market. And the, the fascinating thing about this is the mistakes you did, I I also I also do today, by the way. It's not like that I don't do do these mistakes anymore. Of course, 
with time, I believe we start making better decisions. It goes very well into the time in the market versus time in the market. The time in the market really gives you a different uh, a different perspective. Um, but to end up touching in, in one thing that I, I find quite amazing, that uh, sometimes we complicate too much. You know, I think if you really think about it, we kind of know what are the best things to buy, or at least for the moment we live right now, we kind of have an idea of what the market likes. We, we know that uh, yeah, rookies for Ronaldo, Messi, uh, Pelé, Maradona, they have a market and they, they have a strong, a very strong market, actually. We also know that certain sets in modern, they do a little bit better than others. Chrome, Prism, Flawless, Eminence. But of course, uh, it's always fascinating to try to find the next big thing, the thing that can be undervalued. And that can play out amazing or like you also end up uh, sharing with me can also be a disaster. We can lose a lot. Uh, the thing about tickets is um, I don't remember actually having that talk with you, but but I, I believe in you. Um, I never end up buying into, into the ticket market, not because I, I believe or not in the market. It's just something I don't care. And that for me, that that's quite... Uh, a ticket does not does not do anything for me. For some people, they find that amazing. And look, we are all different. I think it's a market that if you are very knowledgeable, for sure, you can also find the opportunity. The messy ticket, and I'm talking out of my comfort zone, to be honest with you, but I think it's a bit common from what I, I see online, other people talking about it. But look, we, we learn, you know, mistakes is what makes us, all of us, go to a different level, go to the next level. If you just have wins, wins, that that's also <laughs> may sound amazing in the short term, but long run, that can also hurt you. So it's actually good that, that you did mistakes in the early phase of your collector's life because you'll be much, much more prepared for uh, for the future. So again, we thank you so much for, for sharing that. I thought it was really, 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 really amazing. And 100% a lot of people in the community will relate with you there. Look, I end up relating with you. So that's why yeah. I believe more people will, will relate uh, with you. And uh, look, we all know the social media era, right? We, we just share the wins, but we also have losses. And especially in a bear market, it's almost impossible to not have unless you are just selling and never buying. Otherwise, it will be difficult. And if you love the market... There is, I, I forget the, the quote exactly, but there is a famous quote in the stock market that says, if you believe in a market, you will be buying at all time highs or, or even selling, you know, because things go, go, if you believe in the market, you keep buying, keep selling, keep buying, keep selling. And eventually, if the market have great fundamentals, plays out uh, in your favor. So the question number two will, and again, that was uh, an amazing answer, being, being really honest with you. The question number one goes this way. Recently, you end up acquiring two amazing cards for people that may not, not know. Uh, and you, you end up sharing that at, at the start yeah. of, uh, of the podcast. You are a big Arsenal fan. We, you guys are very close this year to win the Premier League. Let's, let's hope, right? I'm just but, knocking on wood. I'm not saying anything about that. That's the one question I won't, I won't answer. No, I, I'm too superstitious. I, I believe in Arsenal, but I, I don't know, honestly. <laughs> Uh, but let, let's refocus. So you end up buying two amazing cards, Henri Foot 97. When I, I had you on on the podcast, you had, uh, I could be wrong, but I believe a PSA 4, right? Yeah, it was and, a PSA 4. And right now, and by the way, even a PSA 4 is an amazing card for for the Foot 97. But I know you end up upgrading that, that sticker 
actually twice, right? You have the SEC eight and the PSA eight. Yeah. Um, so the, the, first of all, congrats! I, I'm I'm always so happy to see a collector that really enjoys certain players, certain area of the market, getting what they really really like, and I think that's the case for you with with Henry. But my my question is probably a complex one. So you have a SEC eight and you have a PSA eight. Like I said, yeah. congrats. But what cards do you do you find was a better buy? Because I was talking with you be, before starting uh, the the podcast that I would share the, the amount of money you paid, and you said that, that that's fine. So you paid three k, I believe three k, three k for yep. for for the PSA eight and one point seven k for the SEC eight. That's a big difference, right? Uh, it's yeah, almost no, huge, alpha. huge difference. Do you feel that's because the eye appealing? Do you feel that's because the brand, a mix of everything? And where is the, the, the better value for you? Hey guys, quick pause on this one. Hope you are enjoying the video, but I want to share two things with you. The first is my Patreon community. If you love this type of videos, you probably love my content on Patreon. I put a new Q&A every week there. And I also put extra audio that you can call a podcast on Saturday. If you join Patreon right now, you have hours and hours and hours of content. It's actually quite crazy. Link below the video if you want to join. In this case, link on the description. The second thing is my Discord server. Amazing place to interact with me, amazing place to interact with other collectors to learn about the soccer card market. We are more than 900 members and we are growing super fast. Link also below the video, check both, and now let's continue with this one. Yeah, so for context, I bought them around the same time. I bought them kind of as the World Cup was going on, so I got the PSA 8 during the huge golden World Cup auction that where everything was like on clearance. And then I think I got the Henri around Christmas time. So shortly after it was or no, it was right before the holidays. It was right before the holidays. So like December must have been like mid-December, early December where I got it. And I think that like I like both of them, honestly, in terms of eye appeal. Now that I see them in person, the SGC 8 does look cleaner. Like there, it does look cleaner. I think that like, and then the thing about the PSA eight that I like, you know, obviously is there's a lot of controversy with the Henri sticker right now, right? It's the latest, it's the latest kind of sticker to get attacked by this whole fake sticker, you know, scare with, and then, you know, with it coming to Beckett. And so I think that like, it's really interesting having, you know, right now in this time period, I think it's really interesting having the same sticker in two different slabs. You know, because there are, you know, like how printing was in in the 90s, you know, talking to some of the experts and, and you know, this isn't re research I did, but, you know, so I have to shout out like people like Nils and, and stuff like that, you know, who are real like French sticker masters, I'd say, in the hobby, you know, like there's just so many different printing uh, variations, you know, it, you know, every printer is different. And so I think that's, you know, I know like... Um, you know, one thing where people were like trying to use to identify fake stickers is like the the back, you know, and, and how clear the back is, though. Like, I remember a friend opening actually a, a 96 Panini foot, 97, 96, 97 Panini foot. And one of the stickers looked clean, like white back, black ink. And the other one was a little bit more speckled, what you'd expect from the 90s over time from the same pack, which is wild, right? Yeah. And so I think that you know, the PSA 8 long-term just holds a little bit more security, I would say, 
but I think that I'm really happy with the value that I got for the SGC eight, you know, and I know, you know, you looked at it and and gave your opinion on it um, and, and said it looked solid, you know, it had the rosette patterns and everything like that. Um, it's still a little bit riskier for sure, but I really like, I, I would never have imagined being able to get an eight at 1.7. You know, I got the three because the PSA eight stickers used to go for 6K. And the reason mm -hmm. I pulled that, you know, I had a, a talk with my girlfriend and it was like, I'm eventually going to buy this. You know, I thought this was going to be like the whole 2023 goal was to upgrade the Henri sticker. I was not expecting it to get it at half off, you know, at, at 3K. So I had to talk with my girlfriend and, you know, I was like, you know, you're like, well, if you're eventually going to buy it, you might as well buy it when it's cheaper, right? But, and then and then the 1.7 happened, and I was like, oh, holy moly, like, I have to get this one too, you know? Because we'll, it was, yeah. And so, still related with the question, I will put you on the spot. If you had to to, to just keep one, you know, you, you are forced to sell one right now, yes. what will be the one that, that you let go? Oh, that's a tough one. Um there's there okay it's a very dumb reason i would say this but i would keep the psa 8 only because i actually like most of my collection is psa and uh, no, i that, want that's... to keep the continuity of it and it's arsenal it's red and white like in the monaco kit the label like matches perfectly with it and that look the the your collection uh, being in PSI that makes uh, total sense you know as a collector we we love to have everything uh, you know looking the same so I I totally understand that uh, uh, without uh, looking the card in end but I I saw the the the, the scans on PWCC you, at the time you, you you sent me them I would keep the SEC eight I'm going to be honest with you uh, not that my opinion matters that much no no but... no I, I think it's the better. I think it looks better. Like if you ask me what looks better, what was a better value, SGC mm. eight all day. Yeah, and uh, I I always said uh, at least again this is just my 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 experience. Of course, this is very anecdotal, but uh, I always felt that SGC grades a bit tougher than PSA on, on stickers. I I really believe in that. I, I believe SGC and PSA they grade very similar, but on stickers, I. I don't know. I, I always felt that that SEC was a bit more harsh. I could be wrong, of course, and this and this is not that all the stickers will be more uh, um, precise on SEC or in PSA. No, this, this is very relative. Every, every card will be a, a card, but um, I would keep the the SEC. Um, SEC eight for me, and this is probably if, if I had what take this will be the one. Is the same as a PSA eight. Um, I don't think it's the same as a BGS eight. To to be honest, but SEC. I have them in such high, yeah. high consideration. I know that there will be a lot of people disagreeing with me on this one, and the market proves that I'm wrong in the sense that mm -hmm. there is a huge premium for for PSA. But um, I never like it plastic that much. But I always love the the card inside of the plastic, you know. So for me, that yeah. if one is cheaper, that's a no brain. I keep the, the SGC and I use the money to buy another great card. <laughs> That's fair. I, I I agree with that. I wasn't also expecting like with these stickers with pre-modern and vintage, like the the tuxedo just looks really, really nice mm. on it. You know, like it's just it's a I beauty, wasn't expecting beautiful card. Yeah, I wasn't expecting this the tuxedo to look so good with it, actually. Because that was one of my surprises. Red, red and black go go really nice. Uh, even the the Zidane, because the the, the foot stickers they, they are very powerful in terms of color, right? Uh, 
Um, and, and I think that they look nice on the SEC slab because of that, because it makes a nice contrast between the, um, the black and, and, and the color, in particular in this case, the uh, red. So, Will, uh, the next question is also, I hope, an interesting one. What sets, the, and by the way, I have to give some contest on, on this uh, on this question, um, you participate a lot uh, with uh, in in the live streams of Brian Sunday League Investor, also mm -hmm. good friend of the channel, and you you break a lot of product with them. Um, so we probably have great experience on this front. Uh, what's what new sets, um, Merlin Obsidian? They are not set new sets this year, but they are still fairly recent in, into the soccer card market. Do you believe we'll uh, stand out the test of time? This is a very, very speculative question, by the way. But I would love to know your perspective since you see product moving. Yeah, I mean, I think that in terms of what I've observed from breaking, the most successful stuff has been still Merlin, surprisingly. I think there's, there's an actual love of Merlin for a lot of people. Um, and even, I mean... You know, at the time of recording, Brian, you know, was breaking 2020 Merlin blasters. You know, that mm. was the first year of Merlin. And, you know, I think that there people just really love Merlin, like more than a lot of other products that are out there. I think that um, Stadium Club could have been interesting if they kept that sort of like how they made the whole background the color. But now they sort of changed it. So I think they kind of, you know, shot themselves in the foot, per se with how stadium club opened up. And then I think after that, it's, it's weird. Cause I think that like in the market, I think people will admire the Sapphire. Like obviously that, that Jude, uh, what Jude Papadasha sold recently for what 16 K or something like that. Yeah. And it was like a PSA nine or something like that. It was or an eight. It was, it wasn't a 10. I know that. Um, but I think for fun of breaking, like just classic Chrome, honestly, like, because what I'm thinking is like, what are, what's the most accessible, like for mm. people, you know, what's the most fun. And when I've seen, when I've been having the most fun, you know, watching, you know, Brian and John, you know, open these and, and I'm, I'm usually the one sorting, um, and is, is with Chrome and with, with Merlin, like that's where it feels like people are getting their value. And so sure. Sapphire is like the premium set but it's doing a break of that. It's so hit or miss. It's so hot or cold. You know, you're like living or dying by like two parallels a box, you know? And I think that's really, really tough versus with Chrome, you get a little bit more, you know, there, there are autos, there are, you know, you can grade the refractors and sell those. So I think that that's makes it a little bit more fun for the consumer. And with sort of how thinking about how like fanatics is and all of that, I really think that you know, having the people set is going to be more important, you know, while, of course, there's going to be, you know, premiums for everything. But, you know, if Sapphire is the premium for Chrome, and then, you know, we start introducing, you know, other premium sets like Flawless, or, I mean, I'm blanking on it, but um, Eminence, right? Like, there's always going to be a premium of a premium, you know, but there's always going to be, I think it's easier to identify the, like, people set, the, what, what, what can people find in, in their stores no makes sense um i'm not sure if if you saw the, the recent news about fanatics that they will uh, bring um i now forget the name of the oh, dynasty uh, dynasty dynasty exactly yeah. to, to the soccer card market 
But still uh, related with this question, uh, do you think that Panini products in general, in modern, uh, the, the, the new ones, not the, the historical products, but they, they can be in dangerous because I'm not even sure if Fanatics uh, wants to buy Panini anymore at this point. I, I think they just can crush them and, and move on. Because if you think about having the, the Champions League license is huge uh, and is actually even a better way to present products. Because if you if you make a product for Premier League, someone, especially from America, that may not know football that well, they think, okay, I'm going to get the Messi. And they, they, then they realize, wait, there is no Messi on the on the Premier League. <laughs> yeah. On the Premier League prism, but the Champions League covers everything. Champions League is kind of like the NBA of uh, of soccer to to certain level. You know, have the biggest stars. Um, so, what what's your perspective about this? Yeah, I mean, I'm really interested to see how the select comes out this year. I think that's going to be the big thing that everyone's looking forward to is is select coming back because I think mm. select's such an interesting set. You know, you have. You know, it goes all the way back to 2015, and you know me, I've been on a select kick for Messi specifically uh, for for the last, like, month or two. But, yeah, right now, Tops has sort of the, the, the grip on the hobby. I think the big thing for Panini is that they have World Cup. Like, I, I think agree. that's, like, it's it's really weird because I think Tops has, like, kind of those consistent, like, if we're talking about, like, players, like, they have those, like, consistent outputters you know they have like a tony cruz you know a modric uh you know ozil you know i'm just thinking midfielders right now right but like you know like if we're talking players like world cup prisms like you know like messi and Mbappe level but you know but will but will what's the reason of course world cup is a giant tournament no no doubt yes. about that it's probably the most important one but one of the reasons the the prism does so well is almost the same logic as the top Champions League products because you have all the stars there. You know, you buy into a product where you know Mbappé is there, Messi is there, Ronaldo is there, uh, Neymar is there. So you have all the major stars, and I think that that's 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 why in modern at club level, tops does so well because all the products go into that logic that the major stars are um, are there, but. Uh, the thing about select, I'm also curious to be to to be honest with you. I I, I want to to see how they make the product. Do do we know if will be a product for clubs or or, or will be a mix of everything like they they, they tend to do? I think I I, that I, really I don't, know. don't know. I I think there there's going to be a international select and then like an EPL select. I think. Oh, okay. Because okay. I I. I saw Soccer Cars HQ post something and it was like specifically EPL select. And I wasn't sure if that was a part of the select that was, you know, that they announced like a few months ago or if that was going to be a completely different set, you know? So that's the one thing that I'm kind of like not fully familiar with, truthfully. I think the other thing, you know, about it is I think there's just more club fans than there are international fans. I mean, like, yeah, because it's, it's every four or four years the World Cup, you know, and the club is is a constant thing. Um, yeah, and I think the interesting thing is if you if they printed World Cup Prism every year, would it do as well as Champions League? You know, the Champions League set. I think that's the interesting thing. I don't think and, so. Yeah, and and that's the one thing is I think partially World Cup Prism is so cool because it can only happen every four years. You know mm, what I mean? No, for sure. But we don't see the same thing happen with select, but so like it, it's it's kind of like 
you know, kind of up in the air on it. I just think that like World Cup Prism, especially with, you know, how this World Cup panned out, it's always going to hold a special place. No, yeah, I, I agree with that. I think Prism is the, the, in this case, World Cup Prism is by far the best Panini product they, they have. In Tops is, is a bit more debatable. Uh, Tops Chrome is probably the most historical they have, but um, yeah, Sapphire is good. Merlin is good. So I think Tops in general does an amazing job in modern. I like almost every product from Tops, but I don't say the same thing for Panini. There is a lot of Panini product that I, I really do do not like that. People, I don't like Mosaic that much, you know, I think is is no, a bit of a mess. <laughs> that's that's my least favorite, actually. Yeah, but there, there is more products. I'm, I'm just giving you an example. Yeah, yeah. So the, the question number four will... Um, is, is, is an interesting one. So I had you eight months ago on the channel, right? Mm-hmm. And in this eight months ago, you end up learning a lot about the soccer card market. You end up acquiring cards that you... If I told you eight months ago that uh, you will be on this podcast today with two and Reese, one SEC8 and a PSA8, you may not, not even believe in me. You think, okay, that will take me some No, time. I wouldn't. That was my 2023 goal. I, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm done with this year, you know? Exactly. So my question for you is this. Most likely, at least I, I would be honored if that's the case, I would, have, I would have you won again. Maybe eight months, maybe one year. Let's say one year, you are yeah. on again on the podcast. What will be... Or looking at that, the next twelve months, what what's the cards you went to show me to put on on the on the thumb, on the thumbnail <laughs> twelve months from now? Yeah, what's the card I, you you are really trying to to acquire? Okay, so here's the funny thing: is I would have said like it would have been two cards, and now it's like firmly just one card because okay. you know. W- I really now that I have have my honorees, I'm I'm focusing a lot more on Messi, you know, especially with what I think is going to happen with the Messi market and stuff like that. And um, I was going to say it was either going to be a Messi seventy one biz or a twenty fourteen uh, World Cup Messi, you know. And the Hold funny on. and the funny thing about that is I went to Burbank, and if you told me what would have been the best case scenario. You know, it's like, oh, I'd love to trade my like 2014 Ronaldo. So I got a matchups Ronaldo, Messi, uh, and then I had the Cup Captains, which you used to own, right? The PSA 10 Ronaldo Cup Captains red. And I was able to pick up, you know, these two cards, which I'm like very, very happy for. So oh, nice. you know, you know, and so I'm I'm already this was gonna be 20 my 2024 goal. So that only leaves really one card left that I really want in my collection and and it's it's a messy 71 biz. I think the the thing that I'm having trouble with is trying to figure out what grade. Mm. And I think that I'd love to eventually save up for an eight, which is why a lot of what I've been doing in the market now is really just PSA, arbitrage. ESA or, or could be BGS SCC. Uh I it, it could be SGC. I'm we've talked a lot and and you know I'm I'm just not a personal fan of BGS, not necessarily because I mean, obviously the sticker controversy didn't help, but no, that, that's bad, yeah, yeah, but more so, um, it's it's a little too square for me and a little too thick, and and I just don't like the feel of it in my hands. Mm. Uh, so I I'd accept SGC. I I'd prefer PSA just for my collection, um, but like a seven or an eight would be nice, and then I think after that, like I'm also thinking of maybe getting some of the lower grades because I think that like. 
the thing that I'm most scared of with a 71 biz is sort of those mid grades where I think as people get on the like add more to the pop like you're gonna see a lot more like fours to sixes you know um but like I think ones to threes are really interesting because everyone will want to buy it and it's just like 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 it doesn't matter what grade it's still an amazing card and I think that like even if the pop increases for the lower ones like you know and James did a you know James you know good friend of both of ours like did a really great look into this like the twos and the threes I think held their value the best and that's because like I think that you know regardless of what it is like people can imagine spending you know maybe splurging for their year splurging if they go to national like a grand to get like a grand and a half to get like a messy two a messy PSA three yeah. you know but once you start getting into that like two to three k region it's like it's a little bit more ambiguous you know you have to be you know make a certain amount sell a certain amount you know it gets a little bit more complicated and and don't get me wrong like a thousand dollars is still a lot of money right like i don't have that you know like you know like the Henri that i got i had to sell a lot to get that including a messy mundi chromo psa 9 you know but like those would be my goals is to really kind of get the low grade messy 71 business and then and then for myself a a PSA eight would be amazing. And that's really what I'm aiming for. And so everything I'm doing in the market right now are kind of like arbitrage, quick flips. Like it's like, if I can just get that sort of 20% return, I'll take it, you know, sort of thing. No, that's, that's amazing. Um, I mean, I, I'm, I'm confident that you'll be able to, to do it, uh, or at least get close to, 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 to achieving that. Uh, we end up sharing the, um, the the video that James did um, about the the lower grades holding a bit better months ago I also did that type of research I don't remember if I actually did a video for YouTube or for Patreon maybe probably Patreon actually mm-hmm. where I also end up sharing a similar type of data and my results end up being actually quite similar the the lower grade especially talking about pre-modern vintage is actually a bit different. But in pre-modern, the, the lower grades end up holding quite quite well. Um, even the I remember watching the the Henri Foot 97, PSA 3s, PSA 4s, and they still, you know, 20% down, 30% down, but not something really crazy if you compare with other areas of the market. And the 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 messy market is is the same thing. The the lower grades they they are quite stable for I would say six months at this point. Um, yeah, I, I was also looking at the last PLCC auctions for even the 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 the, the campion cards, and they are solid. You know, they 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 kind of you know ten percent, twenty percent, thirty percent. They they variate a bit, but nothing super crazy. Can say that thirty percent is a lot, but for our market, I don't think is a lot. To to be fair, um, and that that's because of the the puller base. You know, um, I think we have a lot of people that can afford the car. A lot. Again, I don't have any numbers, but looking at the market makes me believe this: that we have a lot of people that can buy a card for five hundred dollars, one k, maybe even two k. More than that is where things can get a bit tricky, you know, especially because I think it's even more tricky this way. $500, a lot of people. 1-2K, let's say, still a lot of people. 10K, 5K is where I believe there is not a lot of people. But there is actually people above 20K, so there is almost a gap there 
you know, that the collector that is not the top, top high-end, but is collecting a bit above um, the market, I think we lack some collectors, some investors, whatever you want to call it, on, on that area. That's that's why the mid-grades are a bit tricky. It's also because what you said, people eventually consolidate into a better grade, etc. But I also believe is is because um, is the area of the market where we lack the most uh, money, you know? Um, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, and it's interesting, interesting too, because I remember being, so two quick stories about shows is, you know, the recent Burbank show, you know, the I made the deal for the 2014 Messies with Pecco, you know, who's, you know, is, you know, a former NFL player, football player. Uh, but, you know, if he, I asked him, like, what is he looking for? And it, just like me, he was like, I, I want a Messi 71 biz, like a high grade Messi 71 biz. And he ended up getting a BGS 8, you know, on the first day, which was really a beautiful copy of it. And uh, back when the market was a little bit better, you know, probably about a year ago or so, I remember being at a local show with, you know, Brian, John, Troy, and Brian just sold like two or three copies of like PSA 2, PSA 3, Messi 71 business in the Bay Area. And I will tell you right now, the Bay Area is really bad for soccer. <laughs> Like, I, I love the people here. Like, they're all homies. But it's not a strong soccer area, you know, well, like the, on a consistent basis. No, and look, the, the thing with Messi is, Messi market is a special market from, yeah. from the start. In terms of liquidity, I, I talk from experience. You also uh, probably share this idea with me, or at least tell me if that, that's, that's not the case. But uh, if you try to sell a Messi card, not that difficult. You know, I yeah. recently ended up putting two stories on Instagram, uh, the, the select PSA 10 purple and um, the Merlin gold BGS 9. I sold them quite fast and I had multiple offers for, for mm -hmm. them, you know. Um, other players is a bit more tricky. And I also know that from experience, you know, and look, not saying that he's a player that does not have liquidity, but even a is more difficult to move than Messi, you know. Um, oh, yeah. If you have a re card, you have to find the correct buyer. Messi, of course, you also have to find the correct buyer. But the, there is a lot of people trying trying to to get Messi. Can things change? Of course, but uh, I think the liquidity on the Messi market, even if cards are not a liquid asset, but I think we have a bit more liquidity on the Messi market. Uh, the several bees is fascinating because uh, recently I I feel like people all of the sudden recognize what I've been saying for more than two years at this point. That's the most iconic card we have in the market. And mm -hmm. people are right now all of the sudden, oh, that's right. <laughs> I, I need If I collect soccer, I need that card. You know, it's almost, I, I really need to have it. But this card has been the most iconic card in the market. Again, in the pre-modern, because uh, Pelé, Alifa Bologhetti is also super iconic in the vintage market. Uh, but this card has been the, the chase card in, in our market for, for a long time. And I feel like, I'm, I'm not talking about you, Will, to, to be honest, but yeah, I feel yeah, like no, that there is more people exactly in the, in the same situation that all of a sudden, I'm not sure if, if, maybe because Messi won the World Cup and now they, they really put him at, above everyone um, else. Uh, I was cutting there. Above everyone else, um, but Messi has been an amazing player for uh, for four years, and that card is is the most iconic card in the market. You know, I agree with that. I think it really is because Messi won the World Cup. Like, I think mm. like 
like I, you know, I had a nice messy rookie. It was a Mundi Chromo PSA nine, and I was holding on to that, you know. And that card, is, that card is also amazing, by the way. Yeah, it is. It is. I'm. I was very sad to let it go, but you know, it had to go into the honorees, so it, it went. You know, it went for a good reason. I sold it right before uh, the finals, actually, which was you know very funny. Um, but like, I don't think I'd be okay letting go of like if I had a you know an eight or a seven or a nine of a 71 biz, I don't think I'd be okay letting it go like right before okay. the finals, you know? And I think that like him winning it really pushed Messi into that sort of like tier of his own, you know, like For up sure. there. And I think that's why it's almost like, I don't think that people disagreed with you because that 71 biz was the most iconic. I think people were just wary of the whole Ronaldo versus Messi debate. You know, oh, I mean, and and yeah. and I think that was it. You know, and and now that everyone, you know, Messi just clearly won it by winning the World Cup. Like, I think that, you know, and don't get me wrong, Ronaldo's still an amazing player. You know, no, he's still still a goat for me. One know? of the goats, you know, in the game for sure. Still, like, for this generation, it's just in like inherently going to be Messi now. And so no, but, I think, but we'll, that's what I... happened. I totally agree with you on that, but I feel like this was already the case, even if Messi did not win the World Cup. It will take a bit longer. I'm sorry, but if you look at the, the Messi market, it was already the, the strongest market we had even previous to the World Cup. So eventually this will uh, this would play out, uh, at least is, is my perspective, of course. Uh, the, the, the thing about the, the Messi Avalon business in particular, I also think there is a shift in terms of mentality in the sense that for a long time, we end up looking at the Messi market and the narrative was, oh, a lot of rookies. But I also feel like people right now go, there is one rookie for Messi. It's Messi's everyone bees. The other ones, they are in a tier below. Maybe they should not be because that, that's a, a great discussion. It's a good Maybe. debate, yeah. Maybe the Mundi Chrome, the SST can also have great fundamentals to believe in them long run. But uh, do you agree with me that there is almost a shift that uh, we look at Messi like seven rookies now? It's like okay, but there is one rookie that that is more special than uh, than the others. Uh, I, I felt that was that was al already present in the market even previous the World Cup. I just thought gained some strength re recently, you know. Yeah, I mean, when you look at price points, I definitely agree with it, where you see the Messi 71 biz always being kind of the most expensive, followed by the Este, who, which I think is probably would be my second choice to get a Messi rookie personally. Um, oh, he's amazing. Then, yeah. And then funny enough, I'd love like a, a high grade Campio after that. That would be my third personally. But what, what version? Green? Uh, the the, the Campio kind of... one? Uh, the, the, the headshot. I think the headshot's the most classic. <laughs> No, that, that card is... I also love that one. And uh, I think most people agree with you on that. The, but I love the green also. I think the... Yes. I, I, the white, I, I don't like that much because it's the same photo as the Severon Bees. And I don't find that card unique, to be honest. You know, I think But the, the Asio one, right? Yeah, the yeah. One, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But the... the 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 green I love it and I also love the the, the one you I believe the, the blue is is a thirty five I, I could be wrong but I believe yeah it's thirty five it's thirty five sixty seven is the action one and I forget what the autographo one is but yeah well, look my autographo. my top okay I, I will give you two tops of Messi rookies one the ones I like the most in terms of eye appealing the other one will be. The ones I actually think are, are the, the best buy, you know, because yes, those yes, are the it's different. It's different. It's different. It's different. Exactly. 
the, the one I think is is the in terms of eye appealing, I think seven one bits. Yeah, I really think is the most beautiful card in in the, in the messy market. Uh, second, eye appealing. By the way, man, I I like the Mundi Chrome card. You know, I, I know recently the narrative got a bit worse for that card, but I I think Messi looks. It's probably where Messi looks younger is there on that mm-hmm. on that card. I, I I really like that 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 card for Messi. Third, I would probably go with the the Messi green on on the campion, and fourth probably the the blue, and then the ST, I, I I love the ST sticker, but in terms of appealing, I I don't think is is the best. Uh, yeah, not not close. In terms of investing and of course no financial advice but i would still go with seven on this first second st sticker yeah uh, again rarity is, is just stronger than the others for me is a bit more tricky for me um because you're thinking of the foil as well right yeah no is the foil not i thought the foil was your third it's, i don't know if it's my first uh, it's difficult because the foil i've been changing perspective over time when yeah. you look at pops by the way, I believe the the foil the foil or 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 the the non foil, but it's not relevant. It's, it's one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In terms of condition rarities, is the most. There is only one PSA ten. I'm I'm just not sure if it's, it's probably the non foil. The non foil has been graded the least. So is I know the foils graded more. Technically, is the most difficult rookie for Messi in, in PSA ten. Um, but I, I don't know. I I feel like I like the card personally. But I feel like the market does not like the cards for some reason. No, for some reason. I mean, we know the reasons because there is four players, not just one. Um, I don't know. I, I, I may still go with, with Mundi Chrome. I think the Mundi Chrome card is, is such an amazing card for Messi, honestly. I, mm-hmm. I, I know it's the most common in terms of pop report. But uh, if you just... If, if you forget rarity and I present you all the cards, I think that will be one of the, the, the first choices for most people without knowing the rarity. I think is looks yeah, like I looks like that. a rookie card, you know. So, yeah. Oh yeah, no, I could see that. I can what what, see what, that. what about you, Will? So I think in terms of artwork, I'd go 71 biz. This guy's photos, yeah. But... <laughs> yeah. So I'd go 71 biz. I'd go then the the headshot for the campio you know um, that's a nice one i love that one I, I i love headshots i think like it's it's no, a classic yeah. thing like it's a classic like if you're looking back like that's the thing that was for the soccer hobby and then um i think after that i'd go probably hmm, probably the the other the the Asion one the messy Asion one you know with him running i think that i really like that and then mundi chroma would be my fourth uh for i would say like better stores of value I, i've been recently like playing around with that tor- term instead of calling it like investments or anything like that because it's like our assets like stores of value because like you know you might not get a return in it but it you know you paid something for it and you can likely find someone to pay you a value for it also right so i've been playing around with that term a little bit more now but for better stores of value 71 biz este and then having owned the foil and kind of you know shopped it around yeah no one really cares about it everyone like yeah you know goes past it so i would say i would say the campio 
headshot would be my third because I think the Mundi Chromo has that sort of thing where it's it's a little bit too common, especially in the like unless you have like that nine or a ten. Like you see lots of eights, you see lots of sevens, versus you don't see a lot of Campio. And then I think that like the narrative of how little the Campio was printed compared to Campion is something that Americans are only starting to realize now. Like I. I've educated people on that like a lot, you know, while I've been, you know, as since I, you know, I found it out early on, like, I think that's one of the coolest facts. And when you consider the narrative of that card and the political significance of that card, I think I put a lot of value into that because I think that's a really interesting kind of storyline. No, yeah. I mean, I agree with you in general. I, again, the, the Messi market, if, have something for everyone, you know. Um, there is something you have some cards in the messy market talking about rookies that are a bit more rare, or others that are more common, but the eye appealing is so nice. Messi have a great um, rookie market, if you ask me, you know, because uh, eventually, if the market grows and the top grades for the 7-on-Bs for the DS uh, start go- getting into collectors, and I think we have enough supply to keep feeding people eventually, you know, uh, for, for the messy market. And I think that's, that's good. I think um, it'd be fun to get like a, like if I ended up getting my goal of a PSA eight, uh, 71 biz, I probably want to get PSA eights of all the rest of the rookies, mm. but I just want to get the 71 biz first. I know what I, I need to know what grade I'm working with, but it'd be really fun to complete that set too. You know, oh, that'd be that, a really that, cool set. That was one of my goals initially, um, not in PSI, because again, that, that's, I think, one of the things that makes me a bit different than most collectors is I really don't care about the grading company. Again, mm-hmm. I care about the appealing of the cards, and if the card yes. looks good, and I also don't like random grading companies, I have to be honest. I like the SEC, the BGS, PSA, and of course... If the demand is very similar, I also give a preference to PSA, knowing that they they have a premium. But uh, I remember when I started the market, uh, starting entering the market, that was one of my goals: try to have all of them in PSA eight, PSA nine, same PSA, but apply the same logic for for yeah. the other grading companies. And I, I was able to do it, and um, I still have them. So I, and is is the type of cards that when I'm selling stuff on with uh, LCC on my Instagram, etc. I never think about selling the, these cards, you know, because they are kind of almost the base of the reason I started collecting. Um, mm-hmm. I love Messi. I think he's the best player ever. So I need to have the first cards for him. He's almost something, you know, I, I people may ask, oh, should, did you sell Messi rookies? Yes, I sold Messi rookies. I sold duplicators because that's another thing that I don't even like that much. I, I just need one card, you know. Uh, yeah. And for me, as a collector, even in Magic was was the same thing. There is people, in Magic, if you are a player like I was, you sometimes you have to have four because those are the amount of cards that go into a deck. But uh, I, I never liked that, you know. I, I really just, I need one. Of course, I, I would keep the, be- the, the, the better copy if, if that's possible. Or sometimes even the better value, like the... For example, if I had the Henry, I would be okay with it. Exactly, because for me, it would still be such an amazing card. And I don't need the premium that people pay for for the PSA. But again, this is personal. And um, sometimes people, oh, did did you sell Matthew Lucas? Yes, I sold Matthew Lucas to fund more cards, to to fund different cards, better saying, to my collection. But the ones I have right now, a SEC 8, a PSA 8, a BGS 9, whatever, 
honestly, I don't even look at prices or uh, or pop uh, pop reports for them. I I don't care. You know, they they are just PC. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, I feel that too. Like I, I wouldn't have sold my Messi unless it was for another grail. I think for me, the reason I sold it just for full transparency was because like, you know, I'm, I'm still starting out with my collection. So you know, sacrifices will need to be made, but to of course, end, yeah. to kind of end my on research pretty much. Like I felt like it was a big enough, like uh, it was a good enough sacrifice, you know, like I'm pretty much like tapped out with Henri right now like not that i like don't collect him like i i just got this like very cool pack art of him actually which is really cool from the wizards of the coast oh that's nice yeah 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 because he has a foil card in it as well but i'm gonna just keep the pack art but you know like for the upper echelon of Henri, like i'm 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 good you know i'm i'm happy with the ace so well related with the football champion set by wizards of the coast and he yes. is is one of the few players that appears in different countries because you have him in the Premier League football mm-hmm. champions. And you also have him appearing with France in the French release that is quite more rare than, um, than the, really? English, the English one. Yeah. The, oh, the, I didn't the, know that. The French card is, is, is difficult to find. I believe I saw, I could, I could be totally wrong on the number, but I believe I saw one going for close $100. Um, oh, wow. Raw. So I have to check who, which one. Uh, we'll have to talk about that. Is him uh, with a white jersey, uh, but he's, he's, oh, he's a French jersey. Interesting. Okay, so then these must be the the English ones because I love the foil of it. That's and that's, that's the more common one. That that's a, a nice card, but that's a bit more common. You know, yes, that, that yes. You, you can find it if you are patient because the production for for England for for UK was quite bigger than for France. France for some reason. Do, do do you know the Ronaldinho card in that? I was set, about right? to bring up the Ronaldinho card. Yeah, that that's card insanely is, hard. Insanely hard, and the, that's not that should not be that that. But for some reason, and the, actually, I, I, I'm doing some uh, some big big research on that set. I'm talking with the collectors that have a lot of experience about the French market mm-hmm. and the the even the Italian market for football champions. Yeah. And they, all of them share the, the, the same perspective. The, the Italian release and the English release is very easy to find. Very easy. Again, yep. it's always relative. relatively. Relatively, yeah. But the French one does not appear. Um, recently, for example, as he then... By the way, I'm not even sure if Henri does not appear two times in the French release because there is also update. So I'm going quite deep on this one. There is also update for France where France have the blue kit. Mm-hmm. But now I'm not sure if the update is the white or the blue, but whatever. Oh, that's and, interesting, yeah. And the 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 bluesy then with France sold what I believe two hundred dollars or three hundred dollars, probably three hundred dollars oh, wow. raw. So pe- people know these cards are are quite quite difficult to find. Yeah, the only ones I have I think are from the English release. I think I have a pure an Italian release. I think I have a Pirlo. And a Steven Gerrard, which I don't see that often, actually. The, so I thought that was really cool. Gerard, so Pirlo from Italian. Yeah. And then Stevie G, who looks a little pudgy, I'd say, in okay. this one. But That card is, is part of an update also. Oh, uh, interesting. The Gerrard. Again, oh, okay. to all the viewers, I'm talking from the top of my head. If I'm wrong on this, I'm sorry. But I, I've been doing a lot of research on, on this set. Um, but yeah, I, I think that that's the case. That's, that's why the Gerard is more difficult than, than the Henry. 
Yeah, I've never seen the Gerard before. So when I saw it pop up, I think on your Discord, I had to pick it up because I was like, oh, that's really cool. And I love that it's made by Wizards of the Coast being a Pokemon fan. I, I love that. And look, yeah. I, I'm a Pokemon fan. To be fair, I'm not the greatest Pokemon fan, but I'm a Magic the Gathering fan, so I, I also love it. You know? Yeah, Wizards of the Coast. Yeah, that makes It's yeah. funny because this is the first time we've talked about this, Andre. Like, like, like we've never talked about this privately even. So it's no, very yeah. funny. I'll, I'll have no. questions after this. The, the the football champion set, I also think, uh, first of all, I think is a set that a lot of people is not aware, even though mm -hmm. the Ronaldinho, I would say, is, is a popular card. Ronaldinho is well-known, I think. Yeah, yeah Ronaldinho is well-known. But I think the set, uh, people are not super aware. Um, I don't know. I mean, the, the set is great. Even the Italian and and um, and the the English, I think, are amazing cards. Um, I mean, I love the foil. It 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 has I love that, it. like, yeah, the the aesthetic of it. That could be, you know, like I can't wait to grade these once grading costs get lower. But like, I'm curious to see how hard is it to grade, you know, and and all of that stuff. Like, it feels like it could have a lot of interesting things for that era of like of soccer where i mean that era of soccer was incredible like the early 2000s I feel, I feel like one of the reasons a lot of these sets don't do that well you know uh, even though it's relative because the french sets are, are doing well but uh, it's probably because there is no messi or ronaldo you know they are so important mm -hmm. for pre-modern that look think about the 2006 panini world cup set that set yep. still does very well but the 2002 does not do that well. The 98 does not do that well. And uh, the reason is because there is no Messi or Ronaldo there, you know. It's, it's just so crazy how powerful these two guys are well, for, for our market. I think there's, like, a generation, like, there's, a like, a talent. I don't want to say because I don't want to, like, diss any players, but it does feel like, like, in the narrative, there is a talent gap between between that like 90 96 like early 90s you have and like to mid 90s you have like Zidane Henri Ronaldinho you know R9 you know all of those players and then you know you get to see their journey up into the early 2000s mid 2000s and then all of a sudden you get the Messi you get the Ronaldo you get even someone like Modric you know and like I think that's really interesting is that you know that sort of era where we just got to see you know the greats play out almost in the late 90s early 2000s is, is such an interesting era because it was all Burkamp, Henri, Zidane, like R9, Ronaldinho like that was that era Kaká right maybe Kaká yeah. is the one player that came out in the like early 2000s I'd say. Yeah it's a bit later yeah. but but I agree with that um, and I also think greatness pushes greatness you know um, I think that uh, I don't know, but Zidane and Ronaldo, the, the Brazilian one, I also think maybe they are not goats, but they are, you know, they are elite. They are, for me, top 10. So yes, I, I think yeah. that, that era is also so amazing. But no, but, but it is, is an interesting topic, honestly. So, Will, uh, to finish this, um, your hot take slash and popular opinion about the card market, the hobby, the soccer card market is up to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, that's going to be, that's going to be interesting. And um let me think oh one thing before i answer that i just wanted to say one thing that i, I i've been thinking a lot about and i think you'd appreciate this as well <laughs> uh it actually uh actually can i just give two hot takes i think that will be the best way to say it feel free <laughs> all right so first hot take which is uh is i'm like i think being in modern a lot more now 
and 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 seeing kind of what's coming out you know we've talked about different color parallels like you get the same art but there's just a different color sort of with a different number on it i think that like i've been really trying to think a lot about what is the price what should the premium be for a psa 10 you know and and mm. but also like what should be the premium for plastic like you know we were talking about the two henri's sgc versus psa they're made by the same plastic. They're both eights, as long as they're real, right? Like that's the only thing. Like the biggest value that you have in 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 all these companies, which you know used to be, I gotta throw Beckett under the bus for this, is the authenticity of it, right? Like is is what I'm buying actually real, right? That when, is the actual value of what these companies bring, not the grade that they give. One hundred percent. And I feel like we we all. I'm talking about the entire hobby in general, getting lost in the sauce, you know, that uh, we look at the 8 versus 9 and we pay sometimes 2x, 3x, 4x. Sometimes there is crazy cases. And I think we all are, uh, look, I've again, I will die on this, but I said probably two years ago, I still think this take uh, is, is, is true. I really don't think most cards, most cards, especially in soccer and in a bubble. I don't think that's the case. I think grading cards are a bit in a bubble. I think that's a different thing, you know, because uh, look, is is even if you if if think about SEC and PSA, I think by the way, both do 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 a good job, yeah, yeah. just to be clear. But there is looking at how much growth PSA had in the last two years, there is a very good chance that the grader that got you that Henry. Mm-hmm. Have less experience, less than the one that graded the the SEC eight uh, yep. on on yeah. SEC because they did not expand that much. Or they have people that have been uh, again. This is so random, but they have people that probably have been there for 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 long time. A PSA have a lot of new graders, but we still put a premium on on the PSA brand. Why? Just because you know it's is if, if you really try to think about the good logic. I guess people can say, okay, they 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 give you some type of insurance. That's to be fair, a great argument. But apart from that, man, is I I don't know. I I, I but look, I'm I'm not saying this because of PSA. I think SEC yeah. cards are in the bubble. I think Beckett cards are in the bubble. Plastic, I really believe it's plastic. Plastic is in the bubble. I think cards long term amazing. Graded cards. Look, I I just buy graded cards, <laughs> but I, I'm I'm going against myself. I think they are a bit. Uh, overvalued right now but again who knows i i don't so, know yeah i'm sorry I, it's, just, it's tough to say oh go, go continue continue let continue. me just say one thing i buy graded cards i grade cards so i'm part of the problem also you know but the approach i've been having recently to the market recently almost one year from now two years from now is that i'm trying to buy stuff that if i crack the slab that's still a great card you know, no matter is it's just not because PSA gave me a 10 or, or a 9. It's still a great card. Look, I have uh, so you know this. I bought recently a top scrum 2017 Messi Orange yep. out of 25. Is is a BGS 95. I think most people would say that that's a really nice grade. But if I crack that card from the slab, well, for sure I will lose some value because there is a BGS 95, is a gem mint. But it's still a great card, you know. It's still a card. That, okay, but you don't see that card every day. It's still a very important card for the Messi one. So I'm, 
I'm actually trying to make a deal, so this is not done yet, on a Ronaldo Mega Cracks. Uh, um, the grade is also a PSA 8. This this is not done, so there is even a chance this, this end up failing bad. But uh, I end up looking at the card. Of course, being a PSA 8, you already assume is a card in good condition. But I look at the card, I think the card looks perfect. For sure, it's not perfect, otherwise it will not be an 8. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to be fair, who knows with, 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 with grading nowadays. But it's a type of card that, similar to my SCC 8.5 that I have for my 7B, that I think, look, if one day I have to track the slab, those are great cards, no matter what. You know, people will look at them and realize they are in good condition, they are iconic cards. And that's the approach I, I want to have to, to the market. Could be with numbered cards, could be with iconic cards, could be with vintage cards. I want cards that I feel they will be okay outside of the plastic. Sorry yeah. for, for the... <laughs> I, no, I, I, no, I took, no. I took too long to, to say no, something no, very no. amazing. <laughs> no, no. I think that's really good. That's a really good point. I think also like the thing is, is like that I've been thinking about is like, Plastic gives you two things. The grading companies give you two things, really. At, at, at its like core, more than the grades, it gives you authenticity and it gives you protection. You know, like I'm a clumsy person. I don't want to have, you know, like, I mean, great card, but like, you know, like this can still get bent, you know, yeah. this can get water damage, stuff like that. Like, that's the thing, you know, that I care about. And, and, and the grade kind of comes second, you know, like, I think honestly, like we've talked about this Henri eight like if i wanted to i think i could just submit it to sgc and be like can you regrade this i think this is a nine it's actually like such a beautiful copy but i kind of want to keep the pair of eights you know for consistency purposes so who cares what the grade is right but the the thing is is like i think that like you know especially for like you know again like these stickers like stickers especially like i want them here because like i can't do anything to it you know it's safe it's safe here for myself you know and I think the other thing is like going into modern, it's like, what's the premium for a PSA 10, right? Like, I think that like everyone has their own multiplier. And of course, like I am part of the problem as well of like, you know, if I'm selling something, I'll be like, oh, I think it's this multiplier. If I'm buying something, I'm like, ah, I think it's this multiplier, you know? So I mean, it, it, like, it's the market. It's, it's the market, you know? And that's what's fun. It's like the negotiation process of it and stuff like that. But I think like, I'm really thinking like, you know, for uh let's see do i have it here i don't know if i have it here but like well, i have two sockas and they're both if, oh, even if you look even if you look at the entire market in general this is a very macro take yeah the raw market is also down but the market that ended up crashing the most is is graded cards no doubt about yeah. that you know um so no, yeah, and that, I think that's... the fact that you can grade your own cards now is is big too, right? Like I I understand the premium for PSA because you you had to what pay a hundred dollars to grade one card, you know. I get that, but now that it's like eighteen dollars, nineteen dollars, yeah. you can grade it yourself. No, so I like, mean, I, like I love this card. This is one of my favorite messies, actually. You know, oh, the, I just, the variation, yeah. Yeah, just because I, I think he doesn't show emotion a lot of the time, you know, he's kind of the savant. And so when seeing him like with his ego out is one of my favorites, but I bought a CSG 9.5, you know, and the card looks nice on PWCC and I can't wait to crack it because it's what I'm going to crack it and pay $20 to, you know, and that's fine, you know, so yeah. I think it opens a lot of opportunity, you know, for people and I just question, you know, people that say like, oh, like for modern, it has to be PSA 10. But like you can get the same card as a PSA nine, and it's pretty good. Like, can you Look, tell the difference? 
I think uh, man, this this is a, a bad route to go, but I think people most I mean I, I should not say this, but I will say it. I think a lot of people don't even like cards. They just like the grade, you know. Mm-hmm. I I was talking with I was talking with other collector, I would not say the name, but we we end up he shared a couple a couple of scans with me about certain cards that are iconic. And um for example, it was a PSA seven, but the card looked so nice. And uh, we look at cards nowadays like a PSA seven is trash. I, that blows my mind, you know. I think PSA seven is still such an amazing card most of the time, you know. It's just yeah. uh, again, it I mean, depends. It's, I, I, it's still pack fresh at, at, at eight. Look, eight is I, my level, yeah. I also get that, uh, especially in modern, the PSA seven probably cannot does not do anything for the card. But if you have, I don't know, a Zidane, a Messi, Rookie, Ronaldo, Rookie, a seven is such a nice card. I think we are also, the word is difficult for me in English, but I believe it's the census, the sensitized, right? Desensitized. Desensitized. That yeah. we, we kind of forget that the seven, sometimes the five or a six are still such amazing cards. And uh, yeah, uh, this is a cliche that everyone says, buy the card, not the grade. But the reality is most people buy the grade, not the card. And um, I was looking the other day, uh, the other day, this was probably two months ago, there was a BGS 9, no, no, a BGS 8.5 Ronald Mega Cracks and the SCC 8.5. And they ended up selling for the same amount of money. I was looking at, at the scans. Oh my God, the SCC was in such, such uh, better condition. People bought the BGS 8.5 because it's, the same grade, you know, but you, you compare the cards, they are not comparable. That yeah. stuff, I, I still have a lot of, you know, it's difficult for me to understand what's going on sometimes. Yeah. I, I don't see the market that way at all. I, I agree. Like, I love this. Like, I got a four, but I, I love this card so much, you know, and you as, can as, really see that. Look, but it's such I, a hard card. Fine. Yeah. Look look at the eye appealing. Again, we are just seeing on the screen, but seems like an amazing card. It's a four and what, you know, it's it's just something that, uh, look, but the reality is if a six appears on the market with worse eye appealing than that one, people oh, will pay more for the six. <laughs> oh, easy, <laughs> you know, it, easy. And that's something that, yeah, is, is tricky. That, that's why, again, and we are going quite far on this one, but that's why the approach of, I, I'm trying to buy cards that, uh, yeah, they are inside of the plastic, but if I have to take them out, they are still fine, you know? Yeah, yeah. And and the same thing, like I, I was mentioning with modern like sock, and I'm good for time, so you don't have to worry about about me on that. Uh is uh like I have like you know a, two golds of him from 2020 Merlin. So like pseudo early cards, pseudo rookies. And so I think that like the nines you can get for like a hundred, like a hundred, a hundred twenty dollars, and then the tens are like four hundred, five hundred dollars. They're both golds out of fifty. Well, you know what drives me crazy. And um, I actually don't, don't even remember the card, but I know I know what I'm talking about. Is I, it's probably was some Messi. I saw a Messi red um, out of ten tops going for. I, I don't remember what card, but I remember that the PSA nine went for five hundred dollars out of ten. Mm-hmm. At the time, I actually thought it was a, was a nice deal. I even thought about bidding on that. A couple of weeks ago, a ten ended up appearing on the market. A PSA 10 was pop three. The other one was pop two, but of course one is, is a PSA 10. 
that card went for almost, I believe, 2K. And I was thinking, man, $500 versus 2K, because one is a PSA 9, another one is a PSA 10. You crack both slabs. There is a good chance they, they change grade. They get the same grade for worst or, or for... Uh, and I don't get that. I honestly, I cannot understand. Because I think... The, uh, because look, Charizard is the base set for edition. Yeah. It's a very common card, but it's not that common if you get the 10. Almost li like the Mass Heaven on Bs, right? Yeah. So I actually can see why people pay for the 10. Because the 10 is actually super unique but the but, card out of 10 that card is already insanely difficult to find why there is a 3x 4x for 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 one grade in a modern look in a modern card they all look well, that's the thing the same that's the thing that's the thing the reason why the charizard is also great as a 10 compared to modern cards as a 10 is because people didn't keep good conditions of the yes, charizard also the that, natural of uh what is it called uh attrition Org of... organic scarcity basically yeah organic, organic destruction destruction also so yeah but I my, don't get one it. of the, you know what's the funny thing is uh, talking to a lot of people being at the national last year dude i would never grade my card at the national you know why i was talking to someone who uh i won't mention his name but he actually um passed the test to be a psa grader and then he got another job offer in i think a tech field so he took that because the you know it was better pay and a better contract right so you know but he's a master grader you know he he passed the test right um and psa wanted him and you know he was telling me like at psa at national like they won't take their time looking at the card like they have to like churn out cards you know you can only look at a card for like x minutes you know they have to grade i don't know like I'm making up a number here, so so just don't take it with a grain of salt. But like, maybe they have to grade like 20 cards, you know, like 30 cards for 30 minutes. You know, they only have like a minute to look at the card, and so no wonder. Like looking at the national, like everyone got nines, everyone got killed, and then on IG you see the story of like, oh, I got the 10 at the show, you know. But that's actually really hard because graders at shows are really under a, such a time constraint, you know, no, compared I mean, to even just but regular grading. And by the way, we, we I believe you are saying PSA, but this is every card. I mean, BGS you know? to everyone. All of know? them are, are the same see, thing. Yeah. Um, I, I so, even think PSA is a good company in general, comparing with the others. You know, um, yeah. I also think SGC is good. Beckett is I fresh. actually was going to say, I really like SGC because I got to meet them because um, he he he's friends with a lot of the SGC people as well. And um, I actually didn't realize this. So one of the things that I have that's very unique in my collection is this gold label, uh, Gabriel Jesus. Ooh, that, that's a nice card. Yeah. And I found out um, what makes gold labels special. And I think that was really interesting as well compared to, say, a BGS black label, right? Because you see mm. a lot more BGS black labels. And, and I didn't realize how, like, I really like how SGC does it where the gold label, and I think we've known this, um, and you see it in, like, for example, the 2020 Bundesliga cards. Some cards that would get, like, an 8 in PSA because it has, like, a chip on the side gets, like, a 9.5 for SGC. But the reason why that happens is because SGC factors in in their grading kind of, like, what it, how do these cards usually come out? Do you know what I mean? Mm, okay. Right? Versus PSA and BGS, they kind of just look at it as, like, this is what a perfect card looks like, right? SGC kind of um, factors in the nuance a little bit more from my understanding. And of course, take this all with a grain of salt. Um, 
But oh, I mean, yeah. Yeah. So with the BGS black label, you see, cause it's like 10, 10, 10, 10, right. But if all of the, and you see this a lot with like modern Pokemon cards with Japanese, modern Pokemon cards with Dragon Ball Z cards, you see so many BGS black labels. Right. And the I mean, reason I, why is, I, I don't know if it's true, but uh, there is also rumors that they are a bit more, you know, lenient yeah. on, on the tens now. Well, the thing is with that, with those, it's like the print quality is so high that out of the pack, yeah, you do have a shot of just getting a black label. With the SGC gold label, what I found was really interesting was it has to, the way they phrased it was it has to be significantly better than all the tens that we graded, which means that Mm. there are two things that come out of that, which means that you can't get a gold label off on a new set because they don't have the data to tell you whether or not it is a better, a significantly better quality card than, than the other tens that the other gem tens that they've graded. And the other thing that I learned about it is that they only make about like, um, they have to get a special order. Like they have a, they work with a different vendor to get, to make the gold label. Oh, and really? yeah. And so apparently they only like across all sports and this was as of last year so obviously maybe things have changed um you can they only really have to call this guy or this company maybe like two times a month for two cards so it's quite much more rare so even if i say even if we you know bump it up to maybe four and, you know, maybe four cards, like, you know, let's double it just, you know, because we're playing with, you know, numbers that obviously these companies won't tell us directly. Say four gold labels are made every month. That means that there's still only 36 gold labels across all sports coming out a month. So, like, I think that's a really interesting thing. And it's made me appreciate the gold label a lot more. It's something that I've been kind of looking into. But that's why when you look at gold labels on SGC, it's a lot of base cards and stuff like that, because, they can they have more data to say hey this is a gold label and they take it into a meeting and they look at this their scans of all the tens and they say okay this is definitely better than all the tens that we've done and apparently that's the process and that's really something i found really interesting no makes sense i mean that that's good good info for sure yeah. Will, you said that you also had another hot take yes and we're, <laughs> we're almost out of time this one's quicker I think after this World Cup and after every looking at everything and looking at legacy, for me personally, Modric is number three behind Messi and Ronaldo, not Neymar. Yeah, I think, I don't think, I mean, is that a war? I don't think it's a crazy hot take. I think there's a lot of people that would agree with you. I just haven't heard people saying it. Like, I think that's the thing is like, I I just haven't heard people saying it. Yeah, I, I mean, what's the, I think the number one and number two are clearly right. We know that Messi and Ronaldo. But um, the number three, I think it gets debatable because you can say Lewandowski, Neymar, uh, but Modric is probably an amazing choice also. (laughs) I I don't know. But I I think Modric probably also deserves to be on on that, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think think he deserves it for sure. I think, I mean, another hot take, because I think you have Iniesta and Xavi, but they were living in the Messi era is um like they they're up for contention but i think also another maybe a funnier hot take would be i think Henri is the biggest player to get snubbed the ballon d'or you never get the ballon d'or yes because i think okay. if you look at the year he didn't win it when 
But that's okay, not true. Okay, who's true? Who's true? <laughs> Pelé right, and Maradona right. ne never won the Ballon d'Or. Okay, fair. But fair. I, I get, I'm joking. I, I get your point. Because um, he was supposed, to, he could have won it what 2002, but then that Czech player, what was it, Nevad, won it. Uh, Nedved, yeah. Nedved, yeah. I think he should have uh, won it that year. That, that's. I don't know. I think it's between him and Iniesta. I yes. think Iniesta also sh should have won one Ballon d'Or. I, I really. Is Iniesta, who is bigger, Iniesta or, or Henri? I think in the obvious, Henri is bigger than, than Iniesta. But Iniesta, I think, is a better player, to be fair. Iniesta won a lot. That That's the, the thing. You, you look but at he won Iniesta. It with okay, won with Messi, but he was key part yeah, of the I know, team. That's I, the, I mean, people say that Messi had Iniesta. <laughs> Messi true, had Iniesta true. and Xavi. But, but I get your point. I think they, they are different players. Henry was a more spectacular type of player, you know, scored crazy goals. Yeah. Iniesta was more like a Modric type of player, more about the brain and less about yeah. the, being well, super I think explosive. The... Maybe the, the nuance is, I think, yeah, Iniesta is the better player. I think Henri had way less competition. He should have won 2002. Like, if you no, look I at agree. the stats with him and uh, Nevad, like, it should have been Henri that season. No, versus, I, what exactly. was the year, what, wasn't it like two or three years where Iniesta just came second to Messi? I think I that... In, I believe Iniesta made the top three... Two or three times, which is crazy, you know. Yeah, but, that's but, yeah. crazy. But again, but Messi that's and a little Ronaldo. bit more understandable, you know, yeah. than 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 Henri Nevad. So, yeah. No, yeah, no, I I, I agree with that. I, I, yeah, one hundred percent. Iniesta in the Henri era, era. I mean, if Nedved won, Iniesta one hundred percent, in my opinion, would also got one. But again, Henri is an amazing choice. I also think Henri should have a Ballon d'Or, especially because of. Nedved, I believe, even Chef Schenk, one year. There was a couple of times that Henri had a really sus. nice, yeah, had a really nice case. But um, I also look. Do you think that matters? Who cares about uh, no, about the sh not matter. who cares? They are great players, Nedved and, and Chef Schenk. But people care much more about Thierry Henry. You know, we know, you know, people know that the guy was uh, probably the best Premier League player ever. So I mean. Is in, I understand is important, but you compare. No one compares Iniesta with Nedved, you know. It's just yeah, crazy. That's true, that's true, that's true. It's just that's nonsense. Or actually, I was saying Modric, but Modric won Ballon d'Or. I, yeah. I almost forget that Modric actually won yeah. one Ballon d'Or. Oh, just fun shout out to Modric. Just I love that guy. Yeah, I know. I got oh. that's that photo is sick for. Yeah. For Modric. Um, but yeah, Will, thank you so much for spending this time with me. I, I really enjoyed if you have uh, if you want to share a couple of words to to end, feel free. Yeah, I mean it's just been really fun. I'll be on the Discord more for sure. Uh but yeah, if anyone, you know, you're anyone's welcome in, in my DM. So feel free to hit me up at, at Wasabi Trading with two S's. Um, no, you, no, your yeah. Instagram will be below the video. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if people know this, but it's because my last name's Wasmer with two S's, so that's why that's why I have that uh, username. Okay, <laughs> that's good info. Well, thank you so much, guys. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. Do not forget to leave a like, and see you guys next time. Bye.